December 10th, 2021, so watch for Pedro's show.
Watch for Pedro's show. Happy Friday. Start off with evidence. This is John Coltrane with Filoni Smunk live at Carnegie Hall. Big time for John Coltrane in his voyage through music. Rich Matson after that feel the same. Speaking of voyages through music, because of those Stony and Skype, well, software engineers with their Skype invention, I got Brother Rich Matson aboard. Howdy. Hey, hey. <laughs> Honored to be here, Mike Watt. Yeah. And, and what town? You're in, you're in Minnesota, right? Is it uh, near the Twin City? I'm in Evelyn, Minnesota. It's 200 miles north of On the, the way Twin to City. Duluth? It's north of Duluth. Wow. Okay, so getting up there with the boundary waters and shit. I'm in the home of the Hockey Hall of Fame, Evleth. Okay. How do you spell that? E-V-E-L-E-T-H. Ah, so it's pronounced. How do you say house? House. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that trivial shit, man. I'm interested in your music and your journey. So, please, Brother Rich. I'm almost Canadian. Yeah, neighbors. Well, yeah. I'm, almost, I'm almost, you know, down here in Pedro, right? San Pedro. Uh, I'm almost Mexican, so it's all right. It's game day for you, buddy. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Look, look, look. Big show tonight. Oh, I do have a show, yeah. But oh actually, I came from Virginia. You know you know what Sly Stone said? He says, it's not where you're from, it's where you're at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. get to pick that other shit. But <laughs> let's get to the point here. I'm curious in your musical journey, so please bring me your earliest musical recollection. Uh, my earliest musical recollection, probably riding in the back seat of uh, of the car, singing along to the radio. And my parents always listened to music. They always had the radio on, and I'd sing along. And eventually I got myself a, a little transistor radio, and I would listen to Casey Kasem's Top 40 every Friday. I'd, I'd tuck that radio under my pillow, and I'd listen, and I'd try and stay awake till they got to number one, and I just loved every bit of it. This was this was in the early 70s. I, I was born in 67, so. Okay, I'm I 10 years older than you. But, uh, yeah. so you're in the back seat, but there's a pillow? No, I'm talking about, like, at, with my transistor radio, I'd go to bed at night. Okay, and so I'd, the I'd other radio was in the radio. car. Yeah, okay, I understand. Yeah. yeah. And Casey I, Kasem, I, I, I think I, he was out of so SoCal here. He had a Kiss FM or something. He was, yeah, or, or in charge of like a top 10 or a top 20 or some shit like that. Yeah, right, right. yeah, it was, I mean, it was that light rock of the early 70s. And, and it got me yearning for, for something harder and, and uh, being up in Eveleth where I grew up. Oh, so you're Northern in the same Minnesota. town you grew up. That's yeah, that's where I live now. I, I lived in Minneapolis in the Twin Cities for about 18 years. Oh, that's okay. where I really got into rocking and, and getting yeah, around but the let's, country. Let's stay in these beginning years. That that pad yeah. you grew up in was there musical instruments? Uh not at first. Uh, there was a guitar that was pretty much unplayable. My dad had a guitar, but it kind of stayed in his closet. Did he play? Was Did your pop play? He didn't really play. He knew how to play raunchy. Okay. That and was about all he played. Or played the radio, right? For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we listened to Johnny Cash, the Beatles, Bob Dylan. Oh, so Bob he Dylan had... was like from outer space. No, he's he was from Hibbing. He grew up in a town 20 he's... miles away from me. Hibbing, right? Yeah. Okay. So not too far outer space. Or, or maybe you were part of that outer space. It just blew my mind that this guy was from here. Yeah. Remember he had a song, Girl from Red Wing? Greg Norton from Hooskers moved to Red Wing. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, as I saw the factory for, for those shoes, it had a big giant boot out front. Uh, let yeah. me ask you, 
Let me ask you this. The first record you bought with your own money, please. Oh, my God. Uh, you're not going to... Well, this is going to take my cool factor way down, but I joined the Columbia House Records. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I did that shit with eight tracks. For a dime, you get ten of them, right? Yeah, I was nine years old. I had a paper out. And so I knew I could fulfill the, um, you know, you had to buy four four records after that. I got all John Denver tapes. Well, what they do, they send one a month. And if you didn't send it back, you had to buy it, right? Yeah. Yeah, kind so, of the foist. <laughs> to fulfill my contract, I bought Kiss, Love Gun, Kiss Destroyer, and uh, Van Halen record. Okay. Now, we, so, we saw Kiss like three or four times. Maybe five yeah. even, before they even had an album out. They'd open up for everybody. I remember when the album came out, I've said this a million times on the show, but it was so slow because <laughs> they played a lot <laughs> faster live. Sure. You know. uh, what, what about the first gig you went and saw, Rich? The first gig I saw, um, the first big one was Neil Young, and this was in Denver, Colorado in the, in the early 80s. All the mines up here, it's an iron, iron ore mining country sure. so they were shutting down my dad got laid off we moved out to colorado and we lived close to denver and my first concert was uh neil young at the mcnichols arena my second concert mike was black flag the meat puppets and nig heist at the rainbow ballroom or something like that in denver yeah we played that blew my mind we played the same pad with them but the tour after Oh, yeah. no, the tour before. It's the tour before. We played the same pad. And get this. The gig before was fucking 17th Street entry. So it was a 17th 7 Street entry. It was a 17-hour hell ride. Yeah. We had to leave right oh after God. the gig to make sound check. And then you go up a mile. So <laughs> 10 of us in that boat, you know. But it, wow. that was my first time. Loved it. But I was at that sitting. You know, they demolished that place. It's gone. Barry Fay used to run all the rock gigs. and, and Yeah, Denver. Barry Fay. He ended up shooting himself. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. He taught my, my buddy, Doug Kaufman, who's been doing my gigs there. In fact, I just played for him a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, let me ask you this. What about in school? Were you in the marching band or the choir or shit like that? I joined the orchestra in third grade. I couldn't wait to play something. And the, the orchestra director came to our elementary school and gave a presentation. And on the, on the lunch break, on recess, I went down to that orchestra hall. I said, I want to join. And I, was, I thought I'd play bass. Stand but up. I looked at the... Yeah, but I looked at them. They were so big, <laughs> I was kind of frightened. So I said, "I'll I'll I'll play the smaller one." I'll, well, that's called a cello. Oh, the cello. Yes. Besides you know, the size, what's the other big diff? Yeah. What's so the, I, what, I no. Up besides the, cello. the size, what's the other big difference? Oh, the yeah. They're tuned in fifths. Basses are tuned like guitars in fourths. Just for True. some curious listeners out there. Okay, so you yes. get the little cello. Yes. And what, the trippy thing about the cello is the way you have to play it, sitting down between your legs. Yeah. But, man, it's got a range like no other instrument. I think the entire human voice is in that range. Yeah. Yeah, so I learned I learned a little bit about reading music and how to, how to play cello. And I played cello until seventh grade, and then I switched to bass. But really, it was just a vehicle to show the folks that I was so interested in music and I really wanted to play guitar. I wanted to play bass, drums, whatever I could rock get and roll, rock on. and roll. You're talking. I wanted to rock and roll. Yeah. 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 And, but I'll tell you one saving grace, even though it was kind of, yeah, the orchestra and shit, at least you didn't have to wear the big heavy wool suits in March. <laughs> no. 
No. But, but that but, might be good, though, in the colder times. <laughs> yeah. But I if think I of those guys. I did play the big bass drum. Oh, you did a, do in that. A, in a marching band. That, that was uh, the VFW marching band. That was after high school. Yeah, but it's still bass clef. Still bass clef. Yes. <laughs> Just very short. <laughs> the note is very yeah. short. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, look, you gave me this uh, red's the color. I want to play it, okay? Okay.
my black-eyed waitress at the Waffle House God damn the man who gave that to you Now you're giving him wake-up calls at 5.30 Cause that's what you said that you'd do Yeah, that's what you said that you'd do I'll be your witness You call him three times And that bastard didn't answer Didn't wake up And now he's gonna blame you From the blast furnace he of the parking lot to the hellish refineries at night coming into sulfur louisiana couldn't live here if it meant my life i couldn't live here if it meant my life sleeping in the van From Pedro Show, that chunk of music started off with Rich Matson with Reds of Color. And then Mike Adams had his honest weight with Bad Weather. Helvetia. Does it go backwards? There's some stuff, joyful uh, music. Ava Mendoza, she's got a brand new record, a solo guitar where people wrote pieces for her. And this one's Don't Look. Can't remember who wrote it, though. Fuck. Idiot wad. Sorry, Ava. And sorry, unknown songwriter. <laughs> I know Trevor Dunn wrote one, and uh, Devin Hoff wrote another, but but they, this ain't one of them. Then uh, the band that uh, Roger Miller put together after Mission of Burma, after after the redo that lasted like 15 years too long or something, told me, it's called Trinary System, and he's up in Vermont now. And Remember Easter Island, something he did last year. Hack uh, Picciato, brand new album out of Berlin, Evermore is a tune. Sutros 
A Girl Called Charity. This is from a compilation where they celebrate songs by TV personality. Kind of an England comedy band. right? I know where Sid Barrett lives and part-time punks and shit like that. And then finally, Rich Matson, Sulphur. Now, you know, one thing Torn does, if you call Torn more than a month, they've done 67. And there's a town in Belmont, near Belmont, in the eastern part of Texas named Sulphur. Is this the town? That I... I'm thinking about Sulphur, Louisiana. Okay, but there's a Sulphur, Texas. Maybe they're close to each other because it's it's near that board, either that one or the one with Arkansas. But man, it it is a bad smelling town. And in fact, yeah. the town next to us, Wilmington, it might not be called Sulphur, but they got a refining. They, it's just a mountain of the shit, right? It ain't even covered up. It's this big yellow mountain. I also got yeah. this manure thing. We call it Bandini Mountain for the Bandini Manure Company. And the poor <laughs> people who live there just have to breathe this shit. Yeah. Fuck that. Okay, so I, I got the state wrong, but I got kind of the situation correct. Yeah, I, I think you, you get a smelly town, you just got to name it Sulphur. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by uh, me hearing the words, uh, you don't want to live there. <laughs> no. <laughs> just pass it through yeah, yeah, yeah. in the middle of the night. Like maybe some of the more towns, you know, because they use shit like that to uh, get the Right, the stuff out of the ore, you gotta extract it. Right, it's too raw. So, I know that uh, uh, towns like Carson and shit, where they got the silver, they used mercury, and they just left the shit piles of this toxic. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, right? it's real nearsighted. They say, "Oh, we gotta do it now," you know, and then they'll even get the working guys. Look, it means your jobs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about Gary, Indiana? Sure. There's a town. You always <laughs> pass through it if you're going. You know, that's the way. Right through Chai Town to the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to drive through it. Right with all the trucks, <laughs> like driving through hell. <laughs> I ninety, I ninety four. No, I. Yes, I think it's ninety. Yeah, yeah, I ninety four. Right. Okay, uh, let's continue on with your uh, journey through music. So, you do get the guitar. Now, how's that happen? Um. Well, I, like I said, I had I had my paper out. I saved my money. I I wound up uh, borrowing a guitar from my cousin. My cousin was a guitar player, or he still is, and um, he borrowed me one. My dad brought home a, a forty dollar acoustic guitar that I still have. It's a it was a Fender J thirty five or something F thirty five, and I really wanted an electric. And I put up an ad at the local music store. Wanted Fender Telecaster or Stratocaster. I wound up getting a, a 71 Strat for $350. Big and, headstock. Uh, yeah, yeah. Beautiful guitar. <laughs> Big logo. <laughs> and I played that for years. Eventually, I switched to a Gretsch Country Gentleman. Oh. And that's that's the one I still have. Chad and I Atkins. still play that to this day. Uh, let me ask you this. You got that with your own money, so there, it wasn't like if I get you this, you have to take lessons. But how how did you learn on it? Was it by listening to records, or did you find a teacher or your cousin? Uh, my cousin taught me some chords, and I got one of those chord charts and just kind of read along to that. But I really kind of picked it out myself, just just listening yeah, and, and finding the notes and stuff. Sure, that's maybe the best way to, to stumble along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but whatever. And I, I, play along to records and, yeah. and, uh, you know, just, I, when I discovered, uh, Neil Young, his music is, is so basic and simple. Econo, I, yeah. I could play all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's that one mm. record with the, with the, the, the three tunes, right? Cowgirl and the uh, Cinnamon Girl and uh, Down by the River. Right? Put Those that are, on and just jam. You know why? Because I think it's Poncho. <laughs> Poncho, yeah. he wasn't a complicated guy. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it was so much Neil, because Neil wanted to play along with it, of course. Yeah. But the guy they had before, the, the, the guy who OD'd, he, yeah, maybe more uh, finesse. But in a way, he did as Econo, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, now, now, let Dan- me ask you about after school, not like graduate, but in the afternoon. Did you get into the garage band, basement band, bedroom band thing? My best friend led the block away, and he had the drum kit, and and he played all the time. We'd 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 jam probably three or four nights a week in his, in his parents' basement. Oh, and they were, they'd come down later on. Dad would come down and say, "Why don't you play some country?" <laughs> like, oh, we ain't gonna play that shit kicking music. We laughed, you know, but eventually we had to learn some Johnny Cash for him. But, but we 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 scoffed. It was his pad, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of uh, like the rent, the tithe. Yeah, but we we played all this new wave. We thought we were inventing punk rock. We'd open the windows and we just just thrash well, them well, and make a bunch of noise. Let me ask you, Rich, in that little town and shit, how did you guys hear about the movement? Um, there were. Most most of the bands were cover bands. They were all cover bands, and, and we'd go out and see them. And they 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 play. Uh, they were playing new wave, and there was a record store in the big town of Virginia, which was about five miles away. They they got they had like uh, the only ones. They I remember they had a replacements record. Ah, okay. Uh, and there was videos were coming out, and I remember seeing. What about like uh, su- what about oh, yeah Husker's early? What about Suicide Commandos? I never heard of the Suicide Commandos because I think when they we were, were the when first, I was growing up. I think they were the first one to have an album. Did you ever hear uh, the Flaming O's? No, they were they they had an album and okay. that made its way up to Eveleth. and that blew my mind that that there was a band in Minneapolis putting out records, and I was just like, I got to go to Minneapolis. Okay. So, I got to get the hell out hey, of here and go to Minneapolis and make records. Can I ask you if that replacement record was a Twin Tone record? It was. Because Twin Tone, right? Big label. Yep. And yep. there was a great store right next to 7th Avenue, 7th Street Entry, 1st Avenue. Northern Lights. Northern Lights. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So when do you make your first fucking, you know, journey? We, uh, we drove down to to see shows at 7th Street Entry. Yeah. My first show at the 7th Street Entry was The Replacements. And then my first show at 1st Avenue was Who's Do. Wow. Now, you I, know me I don't and, know. You know me and doesn't D get Boone, much better than that. You know me and D. Boom put out their first album. It was called Land Speed Record. And it was recorded yes. live at the... Yeah. Yeah. We put that out in 1981. That's fucking... Wow, 40 so, years now. <laughs> So this was in uh, 85, 86, and I, I oh, was kind of hanging around. End, that's near the end of Husker Du. Yeah, yeah. I was, so I was hanging around the Iron Range waiting for my buddy to graduate high school so we could move down to the Minneapolis. Right, right. And eventually we made it down there, and we took our band, and we, we played the new band nights and, and got some gigs. And the band didn't last very long. Everybody was, I don't know, kind of. Doing different stuff, going to college. And, well, well, tell me about what was the name of this band. The first band was called the Imports. Okay, the Imports. And what was the first import gig like? 
it was it was pretty cool. We played new band night at the Seventh Street entry, and there was a sound guy there named Ed Ackerson. Yeah. Uh, Ed passed away uh, a year ago from pancreatic cancer. Oh, so he was sorry. Wonderful, wonderful guy. There's so many awesome good dude. people. You know who I remember? But he he was so nice to us when we yeah. when we played. We thought we we thought we blew it because we I made two mistakes. The bass player made a mistake. He was kicking himself. We sucked. We sucked. And Ed comes down. He goes, "You guys are." Awesome. Play here again. Wow. And we're like, what? Now, now I got to tell the listeners, come down, because the 7th Street, Street Entry dressing room was <laughs> downstairs below the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nasty. You know, you know, Cat's still working there. Conrad. Yes. Cat, great cat. Good friend of mine. Yeah, really. I love that man. I yeah. remember him making chili. It was like, yeah, yeah it was a trippy Minneapolis day because uh, it was... You know, late fall, almost winter, and it wasn't snowing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the band breaks up, and yeah. and uh, and eventually we started a band. Uh, my brother and I, my brother moved down to Minneapolis and was living in our basement. We started a band called the Glenn Russells. Glenn Russells. I, th I don't remember yeah. that. I remember that. Do you? I think I do. Yeah. Late eighties. Yeah. You know, yeah, and we we not the best, but we tried pretty hard. You know, we our our goal, our dream was to go on tour. Yeah, you know, we we just we wanted to get in the van and not like Hooskers, right? Yes, and you know, there was a Rolling Stone interview or uh, some article where the Minutemen were in there and Hooskerdo was in there. Yeah, and they're all sitting in the back of their van, just looking like they're having the time of their lives. And we like, were. I want to do that. <laughs> I gotta do that. <laughs> and then you hear fucking dudes like piss and moan and whine and how terrible. It was. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I want to slap the people a bald spot on the back of their head. Yeah, we got to go on tour. I'm like, fuck you. What do you need? Do you need a bass player? You need a guitar player? I'm yeah. in. Oh, that's beautiful, beautiful, Rich. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, December 10, 2021. Dish Wap Pedo Show. Hold tight for hour two. December 10th, 2021, it's the second hour walk from Pedro Show. Had so many good times, it's amazing how they've been done. Just remember good times, and all just having fun. Find out what you love in your life, try and squeeze the juices from it. Let them run down your face, let the juices run down your face.
There's a little tune called Sparta MN Blues. She'll start off the second hour with reward from Rich Matson. And take these hands and throw them in the river from the Silver Mount Zion Memorial Orchestra and Tralala Band out of Montreal. That's a name. James Twig Harper and Rubber O Cement with Peanut Racetrack, Micro Adoptions, Bombs Prendon, Beaten of the Bounds, BB, uh, BBJ, BB Jr., and SLW. It's Bob Bucko Jr. And Sam Lock Ward out of Iowa with Vice President, their latest collab. And Rich Matson, Sparta, Minnesota Blues. So I, I'm guessing there's a town in Minnesota called Sparta. The one I know is in South Carolina. The town of Sparta, that I, well, I, I live in the location of Sparta, Minnesota, which is outside of Eveleth. Ah, okay. So you're actually a Sparta guy. Yeah. Okay. It's like 
Pedro's, you know, where the harbor of Los Angeles, but we don't call ourselves L.A. We're Pedro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, we're, we're out in the burbs. <laughs> Actually, the mayor's office is like 23 miles from us, so, you know, we're spread out here. So, wow. uh, off air, you would like me to the fact that we're in the next chapter after the imports. Yes. Yeah, uh, so Reward, that song, that was an old yeller tune. Old yeller was the band after the Glenn Russells. That's so right, that's import- right. I'm sorry, Glenn Russell's then Old Yeller. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Anything to do know. with the movie? Do you remember the movie? God, it was a, that was a tear jerk. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, Absolutely, damn. yeah. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Well, I started Old Yeller when I was 30. And you know how, like, uh, uh, Bing Crosby was the groaner. And yeah. and there's, like, the, the other thing. Well, I always thought my vocal style was more like yelling. <laughs> and and I started the band when I was yeller. 30. So. Oh, yes, so you're a yeller. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yelling. But I think that was the color of the dog, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know. Okay. I thought it was clever at the time. I'm I'm so bad at band names. No, no, it's all, oh, man. <laughs> there, there's some winners that have been on this show. Like, the one I can't get out of my, I can't scrub clean from my brain is Babes New York City. I mean, you don't call your band that. <laughs> Babes New York City. Wow. Yeah. That's uh-uh. terrible. Okay, so is Turd Purse. You know, there's a lot of bad names. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding Tool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bring them, you know. What about yeah. trying to tour with the name like My Bike is a Pipe Bomb? Jesus. You know, Oof. Get across the border with that one. So, so does... we, had, we had a hell of a time with the Glenn Russells. Nobody could understand what I was saying on the phone, you know, because <laughs> you know, we were calling around for, for gigs. And... Yeah. Trying to laugh. This is Rich Madsen from the Glenn Russells. Uh, hang up on me. <laughs> well, did the Glenn Russells get to tour? A little bit. They're they're pretty terrible. You know, they're they're the kind of tours where where uh, it was kind of explosive. You know, just we didn't we didn't have any plans. We didn't have a road manager. We were just doing it all ourselves. And that's the way we did. It. <laughs> I mean, it was really like going to Chicago and playing for. Four people. What are you going to do after? You know that? what you do. You call it a character builder. Yeah. Oh, well, we had a lot of character building. <laughs> so you got trips. characters the size of the Empire State Building. And then when you're playing in a band with your brother, yeah, that makes yeah. it even more fun. Yeah, some chingasos, Rayla. Right? <laughs> he'd disappear. You know, he'd be sleeping in a park. You know, <laughs> we'd, we'd be sleeping in the van. We'd, we didn't make a lot of friends. You know. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. We're, we're no, you're we're, too busy we're, building character, Rich. Mike, we were fucking corn dogs. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, what about, do, do things change up for Old Yeller? What's the difference? Yeah, Old Yeller, we had a little more organization with that band. We had a bass player that, that really uh, was on the ball. And we were able to line up a lot of road shows. And we, we, we uh, I don't know, we had a, I don't know, we, it was more of a machine. Okay, okay. Well, we you could, probably had learned from the previous experiences. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The we no started one... the band to tour, and we and damned if we weren't going to do it. Okay. Because sometimes the knowing is in the doing. It can't yeah. just be explained, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. We we wound up with a couple of good gigs in New York City, and a and a we had an ally in New York City that helped us, and and we got to know. We started networking, you know, and and taking sure, names. Sure. And calling people back, and you know, every time we'd go through town, we'd make sure we got in touch with the people we saw before, you know. And sure, yeah. 
It's about, you know, people ask me about the old days. I say it was about people. I think the new days is about people, too. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so is Mobius Strip part of this? Mobius Strip, that was on my, my one and only solo album. Okay. And that was just kind of a sonic experiment, but it's a little... Because you still put Rich Matson. You didn't put... Because the other two tunes, you didn't put Old Yeller. Oh, I should, ah, I put fix, it in the should description. I, should I somewhere. fix the fucking playlist? <laughs> yeah, I think I put it in the description somewhere, but but yeah, this Mobius strip, that's that's Okay, kind so of a... I should change Reward and Sparta Minnesota Blues to Old Yeller, right? Okay. Yes. Oh, Sparta Minnesota Blues is another band. That's the Bitter Spills. Okay, see, I don't know. And that's that. a that's a folk duo with my buddy Baby Grant Johnson. Oh, okay. Baby Grant Johnson uh at I met him in the early 90s. He was in a band, a twin-tone band called Beyond Zebra. Okay. And he's kind of a blues guy, folk guy. Yeah. And when I moved back up to Sparta from oh. Minneapolis, he and I... We, and you're talking we about over. after 18 years, right? Yeah. Long yeah. Time. Then then he and I, we started touring together just as a folk duo. We'd get on these punk rock bills. We'd be the opening band on these punk rock bills. Yeah. Yeah, we go to Texas and back, like, con constantly. I thirty five, right? E just a mess. Yeah. I thirty five EW also happens again when you get to Fort Worth and Dallas. That is no accident. Yeah. Let's listen to Moby's strip. One, two, three. Four. I've been on. Of the continental USA I've been on every stage Watching losers die And I've drank in your bars And I've tripped so hard On your Hawaiian wood rose seeds almost poison me. So don't be dosing my drink, you fucking college kid. Getting into the grateful dead. I can't believe that's still okay. I guess I'm Just to get this to be as an empire. 
Thanks, bye.
Off for Pedro Show, we start that chunk of music off with Rich Matson, Mobius Strip, from his one and only solo album. Then we had Ples, which is dance in Slovenian, live at the club MC Koper, 1987. Oh, it was still called Yugoslavia then. Tropakova Kushne Pech. Then Cedric Noel, off his new record, Cozy. And then some rare Jimi Hendrix, little R&B, Under the Table, Part 2. Jimmy could do anything. Man, that man. I can understand why you wanted a Stratocaster. <laughs> Live at the International Noise Conference. This is Scotty Irvin and his Clan Quartet, February 19, 2017, Part 1 of 2. Brother Scotty of North Carolina. And then Rich Matson. You could tell the whole world. Is that from the solo record? That one is from the next band I was in. It was called the Tisdales. The Tisdales. Watts learning. Okay. Tell me about the Tisdales. <laughs> Uh, the Tisdales, I started that band after I moved back up north to Sparta, Minnesota. Uh, Old Yeller kind of fizzled out. The band uh, just kind of, yeah, they lost interest. The distance was too much for us. I thought I thought when I moved 200 miles away from the cities, I could keep a band together. But uh, That's tough, man. 200 miles is like Pedro to Fresno. Yeah, it's it was too the far. Great I'd, between. <laughs> I'd go down there and and I'd schedule a rehearsal. I'd get yeah. get to the drummer's house, waiting for everybody to show up. And yeah. guys were getting busy. You know, life was happening. Everybody had jobs and kids, and and I just said, well, you know what? I think I'll start a band up north. Then you know, and I got some guys from Duluth. Yeah. And the drummer lived right here in Eveleth. Yeah. And we we started a band and called it the Tisdales, named after a cheap wine. Ooh. <laughs> Probably had an aftertaste. <laughs> it was actually not too bad. Okay, okay, okay. Not going to advertise for them though. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no shills, no shills. No. And, 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 uh, does the Tisdales end up a touring concern? We toured a little bit, not a whole lot. We we made it down to Austin, Texas, and back one time. But it, it it didn't pan out that great for touring. We mostly just played around Minnesota, like Duluth and the Twin Cities. And uh, we were a really loud kind of garagey kind of band. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this tune is fucking... You know, see, because they're all named Rich Matson. I didn't know that there's a difference. In so I was like, man... He's going for a different style here. <laughs> so oh, they're, yeah. They're all different bands. That's why. Yeah, I'm always kind of the band leader, you know. And yeah, yeah, but you don't, with the you exception don't like of one the bitter kind of thing, spills, right? That's more of a joint effort. You mean the thing with uh, the bitter spills? Yeah. Yeah, that was more of a uh, collab. But the other ones yeah. are the shot caller. But you don't like to stay in one kind of thing. Nah. So, I'm not saying, like, here's the ska band, here's the reggae band or something, but... You know, within this kind of guitar music stuff, yeah, yeah, it's all pretty much rock and roll. Yeah, it is, but I think you, you, you tailor it to the people you're playing with because they don't all sound like the same fucking band. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah, you know, you get a Greg Sage record, or you get a uh, what's his name in Dayton, Bob. Uh, oh, Bob Pollard. Yeah, right. He changes the name, but it's still Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He plays with different mm -hmm. dudes. It's still Bob. And you're still rich. Hey, we're at the end of the uh, second hour, December 10, 2021. Just watch Peter's show special guest, Rich Matson. Hold tight, round three. December 10, 2021. It's third hour of the watch for Peter.
Watt for Pedro Show to start off the third hour. And Watt is very happy with himself to know that he actually knows the name of this band. This is Rich Matson and the North Stars at this town. Then we had Ray Shin, Life of the Fold. Uh, Wilco with uh, Nels Klein on lead guitar. This is from uh, Oakland about two months ago. Uh, Impossible German. I don't know what, what that song's about or anything, but he has pretty good solo there. Cool guitars on that song. Yeah, well, uh, Nels Klein, right? I got to share a lot of uh, music with him. The, the man is very inspiring. And, yeah. and then Kiss kiss the Sky. Rich Matson in the North Stars featuring Jermaine Gemberley. Yeah. Hip us to that. Well, um, after the Tisdales fizzled out, uh, I was recording this gal who was living in Ely, which is another hour north of where I live in Sparta here. Her name's Jermaine Gemberling. We were working together, making records for a few years, and eventually we fell in love, and she moved in with me, and we started our own band called Rich Manson and the North Stars. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now uh, I know the backstory to that band. Yeah. Now, now, interesting, Rich, you said recorded her, because we haven't yeah. yet talked about your studio, you've recorded a buttload of bands. Yeah. In likeness. I'm I'm in my 30th year of recording music. And I love it. That's that's my main job. Now, yeah, but how did that happen, Rich? Uh, in the early 90s, we uh, the Glenn Russells went and recorded at a few different studios. And for some reason, I just felt like that's something that I could do. And I'd watch these guys, and they'd let me sit behind the board, and I'd I'd dial in the mixes a little bit, and I'm like, God, I really like doing this. I want to do this, and I just it was just something that I felt like I had, you know, I was adept at, and and something that I could pick up easily. And eventually, I bought this. Uh, it was a 12 track recording machine, is a by Akai. It recorded analog tape, but it was these weird beta looking tapes, half inch tapes. And it was it was twenty five hundred dollars for this whole setup, and I put it in our practice space, and I said, "Hey, I got a studio." So I started recording my friends' bands. I was charging ten bucks an hour to start with, and, you know, we'd record our demo tapes, and and you know, I, I just kept buying more and more stuff for it, microphones and and outboard gear and speakers and you know all the stuff you need, but I'd I'd find deals on shit and. You know, I had a lot of crappy stuff, but eventually it it got better. And I, I, now I've got a, in Sparta, the thing that brought me back here was I found a nice space to put the studio, and it's an old church. Awesome. So that's the re, that's the recording studio. Now, now, when you said you first got it in your prac pad, where was the prac pad? It was in, it was uh, Lake and Lindale, South Minneapolis. Oh, so it's two hundred miles away. Okay, okay. That that was my first studio. It that, was called. Because I was going to ask you, since you recorded all these bands, I was wondering, did they all make the big trek up to Sparta? That's what they do now. Okay, okay. But I I laid the groundwork while I was in Minneapolis. Sure, sure, I, sure. I was uh, you know, I was like a low budget studio, like an underground kind of thing where you know bands that couldn't afford to go to Packetum or or you know the big time studios. They'd come to me, and I'd, I don't know, I listened to that stuff from the early 90s. It doesn't sound too bad. 
And you know, instead of doing the intern thing, you just did the DIY thing. I did. I had read books and I, you know, there was, a, there was, there's a lot of books about recording and, and I sat in on sessions and watched the, the, the big guys do it, you know, and how it's done. And yeah, it was just through doing it. Oh, really interesting. Really interesting. So uh, this kind of informs your own music, helping other dudes do their music. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you're know, not I... just an engineer, man. Do you end up producing too? Yeah, sort of. I mean, at this point, you know, I, I, I have a, I mean, it's a lot of it's psychology, you know, I'll, I'll be listening <laughs> yeah. and, and if it, I got to, I got to think of a clever way to say, Hey, you know, keep doing it. You're going to get it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> quit fucking around. <laughs> don't make me, don't make me play that guitar. I'll, I'll show you. But, got to find a clever way of putting it <laughs> we it's always it's always a really fun time i've never had a band like break up in the studio or fights happen yeah. i don't know it's it's always a really good time and, uh, and now that i'm 200 miles away from anything yeah. these bands come up here and they'll spend a weekend and they'll track a whole album yeah it's it's so much fun okay is this the death valley in california yeah okay let's listen <laughs>
Soft night on the surface Full of golden sun I'm of the conversation in Spanish 
But you know there's a trick I'm learning To do with a knife Yeah, there's a trick I'm learning to do With a knife
over the sea Well, the uplinks crackle Across the beaches The barbed wire lays looped Cold shop and abandoned The old world's other side Left to rust as this beach The migrant drops Exhausted, voiceless, just tired men, far from your love. Tired men, far from your love. So snatched, maybe just left behind. So snatched, or maybe just. Left behind, so snatched, maybe just left So snatched and maybe just left behind. command and it's right 
top without a trace of a plan Gets all the parts of what people can So last music for this edition, Death Valley from Rad Rich Matson North Stars. Then we had Mike Cooper, live at Cave 12, winner of 2016, part two of two. Heard part one last episode. And finally, Rich Matson North Stars with Against the Wall. Okay, so what's on the cooker right now? Do you have a band in the in that church? I've got a band coming up here. This afternoon, they're called Love House. They're a Duluth band. Some young college lads, and they're gonna they're gonna try and get four tunes all finished up oh, over the course of a weekend. I think we can do it. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can. Yeah, I've done. I think I've done fifteen songs in a weekend before. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, fucking Ethan James. You know, double nickels on the dime. Ethan yeah. James mixed all those songs in one night. Forty-eight songs. <laughs> Oh my God! They were very little songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was an eight-track guitar. So like oh, half wow. the tracks was drums, right? So it wasn't like yeah. a lot of options involved. But sometimes yeah. you get the best mixes that way. I know. Yep. <laughs> Ain't that a trick? Where can people I used find tape for years? Go ahead. I used tape for years, and I I, I was a holdout. You know, I, well, I, we're I, talking I, 1983, so we didn't have any options. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I paid I paid for that whole thing, eleven hundred dollars. And it's probably the best record I played on. And if yeah. it wasn't for the Hooskers doing Zen Arcade, we would have never made a second record to make a double album. So thank you, Hooskers, big time. Yes. We, we did say thank you, but we said take that, Hooskers, and everybody thought it was Belige. But it wasn't Belige. We owe those no. dudes everything. We love them. So yeah. where, can, where can people find you on the internet? Um, we've got a we've got a Bandcamp page. It's Sparta Sound Bandcamp. Okay. So look up Sparta Sound. And it's we've... I've always uh, gone through that CD baby, and they they put everything on YouTube and Spotify and Apple right. Music. It's, so it's but is it's there all, a Rich Matson? Is there a Rich Matson website? There is. It's richmatsonmusic.com. Okay, people. R I C H M A T T S O N M U S I C dot com. Check it yes. out. I went to the site. It's great. That's what. Yeah, I mean. it's just kind of a hub for. That's good. That's good because yeah. you control it, right? Your own fancy. 
It's it's an antique website. Do you got a, Do you got another North Stars record planned? Yeah, we we're we're halfway through recording another North Stars. You get Stars done record. when you come Our back last on one the came show out in February. When you get done, will you come on the show? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk about. We'll play all the songs. I'll know the band that's doing all the tunes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Big artist. Just tried out a board. keyboard player. Did you? We're, so you're five. We're expanding. Now. Okay. Rich, big honor to have you. Thank you so much. Please. Thank you, Mike. And I love the idea of you helping. Love House? Love Hound? Love House. Love House. Love House. Good luck. Gambate with that, man. That That's beautiful. You're helping dudes making music while you're making your own music. That's what's Absolutely. About. I'd love it. Yeah, I love it. Love it. People, you have a great show tonight, Mike Watts. I'll try my hardest. I'll try my hardest, Rich Mass. People, Wish I could be there. <laughs> you will be in spirit. <laughs> I'll yeah. summon you. I'll summon your Flipper. spirit. Flipper. <laughs> oh, my God. December 10, 2021, this is what Peter should keep your fire dry.